1: We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The best conversations I have with my colleagues
2: are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Welcome to this day in history class from howstuffworks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Tracy V. Wilson and it's October 3rd. Italy invaded Ethiopia on this day in 1935. From the 1880s until about 1914, European powers had divided up most of the continent of Africa into colonial territories. This whole mad rush to try to claim as much of Africa as possible was called the scramble for Africa. And after all this scramble, the Ethiopian Empire, also known as Abyssinia, was one of a very few parts of Africa that was not under European colonial control. Italy had tried to invade the Ethiopian Empire in 1895, but it failed, suffering a massive defeat a year later. Italy's military had been more advanced than Ethiopia's was, but Ethiopia had mustered a huge resistance force and had gotten support from Russia. Ultimately, during this initial invasion in the 1890s, Italy had to fall back to Somaliland, which it controlled. It took a while after this whole invasion for Italy and Ethiopia to agree on a border between Ethiopia and Somaliland. It was finally established in 1928. But then in 1934, Italy built a fort at the Wawa Oasis, which was unquestionably in Ethiopian territory. This fort housed a Somali force, which was serving under Italian command. It is not clear exactly what happened, but there was some kind of dispute between the Somali force that was garrisoned at the Oasis and Ethiopian soldiers. And that happened in early December of 1924. Each side said that the other one made the initial attack. Benito Mussolini used this as justification to invade 10 months later. The invasion into Ethiopia came from multiple directions and it combined Italian forces and forces drawn from their African colonies. The Italian army, as had been the case before, was better armed and better trained than the Ethiopian army and it pressed toward the Ethiopian capital of Addis Ababa, which fell on May 5th, 1936. Benito Mussolini proclaimed Victor Emmanuel III, who was king of Italy, to be the emperor of the Ethiopian empire. The League of Nations had been formed in the end of World War I with the goal of ensuring peace after this point. And from the outset of this Italian invasion, the League condemned what Italy was doing. But the League of Nations also wasn't a military power, and its ability to respond to something like this was really limited. The League voted to institute economic sanctions against Italy, but the major world powers didn't really do much to uphold these sanctions, This really undermined the League of Nations' ability to do what it had been designed to do, and it showed the world that it was kind of toothless. It stood out as an example of how the League just wouldn't have much power without the backing of the most powerful nations in the world. In the end, Italy declared this a victory after invading Ethiopia, but Ethiopia never actually surrendered. Consequently, Ethiopia considers this to be a military occupation, not an absorption into the Italian colonial empire. And this occupation was really deadly. Ethiopia continued to resist against Italy throughout, and as many as a quarter of a million Ethiopians died due to both conventional weaponry and gas attacks. This occupation continued until World War II. Great Britain declared war on Italy in 1939, and on April 6, 1941, a combined British and Ethiopian force drove the Italians out of the capital and restored Ethiopia's last emperor, Haile Selassie, to power. You can learn more about Haile Selassie in the February 2, 2011 episode of Stuff You Missed in History Class called The Last Emperor of Ethiopia. Thanks to Christopher Hasiotis for his research work on today's episode and to Tari Harrison for her, all of her audio work on this podcast. You can subscribe to this day in history class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. And you can tune in tomorrow for a famous way to travel.
0: work.
1: Zumo Play.